What's really going on, everybody? Back with another episode, season three, episode two. As always, I am Noah Lyons, joined by Mackenzie Marshall and Henry Woods. Before we get into everything that happened in the news in the last couple of weeks, be sure to follow us on all of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at WRGOPod. Be sure to like, subscribe, listen, and comment on all of our audio and visual platforms. That includes YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Mackenzie and Henry, how are you guys? Uh, it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Same energy, man. It's it's Monday, fresh off the weekend, back to back to business, back to business. And for context for our listeners, usually we record on Thursdays because we are looking forward to Friday, but now for some, we're recording on a Monday, so the energy might not fully be there. Mackenzie's already over it. Yeah, no, I'm over it because I don't know if I've shared, but I'm actually on the hybrid schedule. So I go into the office a couple days out of the week and it's killing me, y'all. It's really killing me. I don't think it. I hate that for you. That is unfortunate. We will keep you in our in 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 prayer. So, anywho, so as uh, let's get into food for thought. So, the conversation that Henry largely wanted to strike up today was about local elections. As Henry looks at me like crazy, like he didn't text that to the group chat. That's okay. I was just um, <laughs> So with all the attention going towards the midterms and going towards Congress and who will control that in Washington, uh, local elections are getting overlooked. Um, In some of our most listened states that include Ohio, Georgia, New York, and California, there are governor's races that will be coming up this year. There are also other important elected officials worth keeping an eye on that include your attorney general, who is the chief legal officer of your state, who can file suits on behalf of the state with the federal government or a federal agency. Uh, There's also the secretary of state, who runs basically the elections that was especially big in Henry's state of Georgia. There was also the state legislature. They're the ones who largely fast track a lot of local bills that happen um, and funding. And there's also ballot initiatives for those who care about um, Roe v. Wade and a woman's right uh, to choose. Uh, Four states have ballot initiatives on um, abortion access. That includes California, uh, Michigan, Vermont, and most notably Kentucky, which basically uh, they're voting to basically say that if you vote to affirm this ballot initiative, Um, abortion will be illegal in basically every case, even in rape and incest. So what are you guys looking for or what kind of topics are you interested in, at least on the local side? Henry, I'll start with you since you have the hot button uh, election coming up. I mean, if you're in Georgia, you need to vote. We all know that like it's it's serious down here um, considering what's at state like gun laws, abortion, voting rights, uh, equality to live in, like paying wages are still low and that's not on his agenda. Kemp was the current governor who is facing off uh, Stacey Abrams, which you guys may have heard me, you know, talk a little smack because Stacey wasn't as like, you know, outside as much as I wanted her to be, but then as of recent, I have started seeing signs in my like suburban division of the Atlanta metropolitan area. And I guess I put some like thought into it. Like she has Atlanta, like Atlanta and the surrounding most parts are mm-hmm. secure. She's now focusing on those rural areas in Georgia, which, you know, may determine her actually winning. So I, Stacey, you know, I love you girl. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's really what I, how I feel about local elections. I definitely feel like everybody that has an opportunity needs to make sure they're registered, vote early if you can, because they're like, especially in Georgia, they're like moving po like uh, play, po polling places. Polling places, yeah. Okay. Polling places like ridiculously far, um, closing them super early and all just weird stuff. So like, if you can vote early, um, that's kind of my tidbit for real. Like we really need to secure Georgia as a blue state because um, you can kiss the presidency bye. Yeah, I mean, essentially, um, before we pivot to Mackenzie, Henry, what would you say have been the issues that Abrams has been talking about most on the campaign trail this year? Um, I will say she did, like, make a big deal about paying teachers. Like, it was just, like, $50,000, but that's more than what, you know, the average mm -hmm. is now. Uh, I know she's big on abortion and, like, making sure people have rights to, like, actually go through with a process without being prosecuted um i know gun laws are definitely at the top of her agenda uh and it's i i think it's kind of like this this is on track but off track but like her little uh commercial on 95.94.5 like i just be hearing it sometimes when i'm like in the car and it's this girl like calling her dude he, she uh the, she the girl is like I need you to fix something, but are you registered to vote? And then she's like, just telling her about like, uh, yeah, I know you wanted to go to technical college and one of Stacey Abrams' plans is to make technical college in Georgia, technical and trade schools in Georgia free. It's like, oh yeah, I'm right. It, it's just a cute, like, get the young people involved, uh, you know, commercial. And I was like, that, I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, so yeah, I definitely think those are her top initiatives. Getting people. What did you like most about that commercial? Like, why did that commercial connect to you so much? I mean, if we want to be really like, it's always the female, the woman, it, like that's really paying attention to stuff like this, you know. So it was just like, dang, it would if I, I, me, I'm aware of this stuff, right? Like, I'm clearly talking on a political podcast right now, but like, let's say like my homeboy, he that man don't care. But nine times out of 10, mm -hmm. his girlfriend probably is paying attention, especially considering abortion rights are at stake right now in Georgia. Um, so like, I just was like, dang, they they might actually get a lot of young black males to vote. Like that, for it caught mm -hmm. my attention as a young black male. And I'm a cool guy, so I think other <laughs> dudes would have paid attention to it too. At first, uh, I thought you were like when you first described the ad. Don't you know those ads where it's like the guy in the parking lot? He's like, "What are you doing? You're not doing nothing <laughs> oh, with your the, life." That's where I thought the, you were going. What college? Yeah. The ICD? No, not ICD. The ICD. It was another yeah, it's, college. It's not that. It's yeah. another one. You're not doing nothing. Yeah, That's where I thought you were going with that. You set it up to be like, "Yo, you you sitting on the couch, <laughs> eating a hoagie. You're that, not doing yeah, nothing." Go vote like for Stacey Abrams. That's what I thought you were going to say. And my jaw was, I was going to look it up in real time. No, no, um, it's, a, it's a decent little conversation. Uh, Mackenzie, pivoting to you, um, is there anything you're like kind of looking out for? I know you're in New York where, I mean, the governor's race is kind of sewed up a little bit, but nationally, yeah, is there I anything like, you're interested yeah, in? I mean, yeah, the governor's race would be, I guess, interesting, but I feel like I kind of know which way. I feel like the governor, the current sitting governor is probably going to stay, but you never know. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, other than that, I mean, I guess I feel like Georgia and just all of these um, 
the southern states. Are there any other southern states? Georgia, Ohio. Kentucky. Yeah, uh, Ohio, Ohio and Kentucky are two I would be watching. That's why I was yeah. like, uh, kind of like, yeah, Noah, I'm glad you put that on the agenda because it's a few different states in the South that have abortion on ballots. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ohio, though, too. Wasn't Ohio recently? I, was yeah. I thought Texas was on there. Texas, definitely. Texas has a governor's race, too. Um, so a lot of these southern states, I mean, there are, when I looked it up, there are 36 states that have governor's elections this year. So basically nine times out of 10, the state that you live in, like I think all of us in Maryland, New York, and Georgia have governor's races this year for the next four years. So that's huge. Um, one thing that I'm looking out for in Arizona, especially because obviously if you get elected this year, you're going to be in office in 2024. So like for it's important to pay attention to your secretary of state because they can just say like, oh, forget the election. Like, I'm just going to do whatever I feel like it. So like, that's actually like a pretty big thing. What do you say? Kind of has Kim started election. It was a joke. Yeah, literally, literally. Like, um, I mean, but that's the thing. Like a part of the reason probably why Stacey Abrams lost is because she was going against the person who was running the election in the state. Like that's not, those two things aren't separate. Mm-hmm. Um question for you Mackenzie do you feel like um the abortion issues at least in terms of like the states are getting talked about enough because I feel like it's getting talked about like nationally but I feel like we don't talk about it enough of like what it would mean if for if for instance if Kentucky alone specifically just was like okay you're good where that would where that would impact you know women who who look like you um no I mean the only person who I feel like I see talking about it that's like it's the California governor Newsom that's mm-hmm. like I feel yeah. like making it like more of a thing a outside of him unless it's maybe not heavily reported on I will say that but unless it's not heavily reported on no I don't think that it's being yeah um, I don't think so either covered as much because it's still like it's it's still crazy to me when I see stories and at first like I mean even I played a part into it like well not played a part but when the news first came out it was just kind of in your face in your face and now Mm -hmm. I feel like it's kind of dying down and I don't see as many posts about it but it's still happening like every single day so yeah and the stories are certainly like getting yeah. crazier of like oh this you know 10 year old girl was raped by like her yeah uncle. she like has to, to carry flee. the child yeah or yeah had to flee yeah. go to another so i'm like what as yeah, i so watch we'll, the handmaid so i need i actually need to start watching that i've so, never watched yeah. that but well, so many people like to compare our current reality like our, our present reality to that show yeah the, i mean the show is definitely extreme extreme but there definitely are some i mean controlling women's bodies that's really what it is on yeah, the show and, and what this is too yeah so moving on to the next topic um if you didn't see if you live in one of those southern states like florida or texas so last week governor ron DeSantis of florida and governor greg abbott of Texas uh, sent groups of migrants to Northern cities. He uh, he sent them to where I live in DC and where Mackenzie lives in New York, also places like Martha's Vineyard. Um, DeSantis spent $12 million of Florida's money to quote unquote, give them an opportunity to seek greener pastures in a sanctuary jurisdiction that offered them greater resources. Um, Granted, he did this without notice that literally a bus just pulled up and he even sent Abbott sent a bus of um, migrants from Central America to the Naval Observatory, which is where Kamala Harris lives. 
Um, worth noting that both of these people are up. Mackenzie, you're trying your hardest not to laugh. What are your <laughs> What are your thoughts? I think this like, is like this so, should get talked about like every day. Like this is crazy. so ridiculous. Like the thing, yeah. like, but you know what? On a serious note, I just feel like this is. Oh, I don't know how I want to say this. I feel like I want to say like this idea isn't bad. Like with with the migrant crisis or immigration or whatever. I feel like are you coming from the perspective of I'm trying to get a control of it? And like, how can we as a country provide better pastures and better resources for these immigrants? However, if you aren't taking those resources and connecting with other governors and actually creating a system that helps them, then you just push them off to another place. Yeah, I mean, he's not doing <laughs> this with like any good intent. He's yeah. just like, oh yeah, let me just send these people to blue cities because I like, because I want to, like not because I But then I my thing like, is, did care. he really spend $12 million then? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mackenzie, if we, how, I mean, basically they put them on a flight. They put like hundreds of oh, people on planes on and buses. Oh my Yeah, God. they had to get them from Florida to Massachusetts to an island. I think <laughs> it's what was the purpose? What was, like, what? To get them off their land. That's really all it was. Literally, no, but that's literally. what I'm saying. That's, no, that's, that's messed up, right? That's, yeah. That's yeah, effed up. I mean, it's basically, we don't want these brown people in the state. Yeah. That's literally like what it is. Or we don't want these people who speak Spanish. It's basically like the whole like build it's like the build a wall thing, but like on steroids. Well that's like, what imagine I, I guess for me, like how can a governor just do that? Like he don't that's my thing. Like how also like are we this disconnected where he could just do this and drop them <laughs> off in another state? That's literally where I'm at. Like how how are you literally just to get on the bus? Let's go. What? I mean, he's getting he's getting sued by like the American Civil Liberties Unions and That's like other like, like organizations, but like, but like per usual, nothing's actually gonna happen. Like, no, he's not that's my like, problem. Like, like, what, what is going on in America? <laughs> I mean, it's literally it's just a stunt. How it's can this man just, just do this? No, I feel I bad for them. Um, yeah, I do too. Because that's because oftentimes what doesn't get talked about is that these people are like actually fleeing like yeah real ass conflict like real shit <laughs> like no for real because i was this is like related but unrelated so i was talking to one of my littles who was in town for like a conference or something he's um an immigrant he's from nigeria and he was dealing with his brother being sent back and i'm trying it's not funny but I'm like smiling because that's how I deal with emotion and stress. So if I'm not like laughing at situation. Point in case, he was telling me just like that stuff. And he, they only have 60 days. Like if you don't have a work visa, you have like 60 days to find. Hey, you're you're out. I mean, <laughs> you're, and, you're yeah, gone. like it's, 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 that's, it took me seven months to get a job when I was furloughed. So like, I guess I was just like, dang, I like, I didn't know it was that hard. I'm a I'm an American born person, so I, I'm I'm not. That's not at the forefront of my mind. And I was very kind of ignorant to the process. So just hearing about it, it just makes me feel even more for these people. Because he was, I was like, so basically, because he was like, <clears throat> some people like get a visa or like a travel visa to come and just be on the run type thing. And I was like, so if they ever get pulled over or need to go to a doctor or anything, like that's it. That's clear. And it's oh, like basically, yeah. So like. I don't know if these pe persons have the proper documentation or not, no. but like, no, they don't. Right, so they could that's why, I like, when people say even getting a visa, like, that's a resource that 
a lot of these people don't even have because if it was they like they can't show up they don't they don't have paper. the resources to do this so that's why like and i brought up i made uh brought up the 12 million dollars because it's just like 12 million dollars could have been probably spent creating a system in florida and and if you didn't want them in miami or wherever the the privileged spaces are i'm sure there's some type of land in florida or there's a someplace system where that money could have been used you could have had a relocation them. program like yeah like there definitely could have been like, a different yeah. yeah and the thing that's like crazy is that i think we don't talk about how like oftentimes like migrants and people immigrating from other places would actually like benefit us like people always talk about how there are all these jobs that people don't want to take here that's causing prices to rise you know who would probably be most likely to take those jobs that no one else wants the people who are coming here for better economic opportunities but i mean i didn't want to sound classes but i was going to say that especially florida that's a very yeah, that's real they provide a benefit to the economy it's that's not, what i'm like, saying that's, that's a cool. big tourist place it like when i go to miami i don't see you know i mean I mean, it's tourism and agriculture. I mean, that's the big thing. Like, what's what are the things that are like really on the rise? Like right now, it's like rent and food. Like, food is expensive as hell now, and a part of that is just because like it's a supply issue. There's not as much, and it's harder to get stuff to places. So like, people would probably solve that. But I digress. Is that um, are those people like community developers or like urban planners? Like, who creates those systems to like? talk to cities or like councils or whoever galvanizes that type some would say it's probably like department of homeland security it's probably like state agencies i don't like... want them involved in nothing I don't <laughs> our urban planner sounds cooler <laughs> like or something and then an but... urban planner would look at that and say this is above me <laughs> um moving on so now we're going to talk about a thing that was pretty controversial i would say on the social medias um so it has to do with uh usc's all black major at dance team uh known as the cardinal divas was founded at the university of southern california uh, by a junior named princess isis lang uh she had been dancing on majorette teams since she was in middle school and wanted to bring uh, those experiences into her college life that was a quote by her she also said i didn't see a space for black women so i created one black people deserve to be seen any and everywhere they also deserve to take their culture everywhere a little bit of history that i personally found uh the cardinal divas is not the first uh black dance group at usc uh the usc fly girls were founded in 1998 but had not performed since 2008 uh, at the university that is 5.8 percent black uh, obviously there's been a lot of critique and criticism obviously pulling from hbcu culture and the national media attention that they received um i think last week they were on an interview with uh on the jennifer, jennifer hudson show which i didn't know she had a show until it's new I, oh, it must before have been you because... move on can i Let, he didn't even finish I'm no i'm done i'm done oh. i'm done that's 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 my uh... i learned to pay attention to the doc after i started screaming random stuff on the pod, on the oh, podcast yeah. Yeah, after you start dropping numbers that are in the doc, i know no one be pulling them statistics but point <laughs> case when you say dance is it like majorette and dancer two different mm-hmm. things from my understanding so like this i use i use the terms together i that was a mistake but it's okay yes so one was a majorette dance team and this is now this is a majorette well no that's what i'm asking him is is the team that was founded in 98 was that just a dance team or a majorette dance team my my, all my googles had just said dance team i don't know if i don't i don't know but 
So it flagged me, it enough to mention it. It flagged it enough to mention it. So it has to be somewhat similar if I read that in multiple places. Those that's just different my, things. Well, from my understanding, because I went to like let's I, yeah, those like, are two different types of yeah, things. I went to I'm from the south, so band culture down here is a big, big thing. Bro, Mackenzie, you me. I'm from the show, but I know. I know <laughs> the majorettes and the difference too. Like, but no, I'm not saying it. Like, I'm talking about band culture as a whole. Like, battle. Yeah, I, yeah, we didn't, we didn't have that in, in up, up in DC. Yeah, I'll be like, honest. We like that, that wasn't like a thing. and all of that stuff. Like, that's a that's how I grew up. Like the big tailgates and all that yeah. stuff. You would see the girls like. I remember standing in the like front of the line as a child, like, oh, that girl is pretty, or you know what I'm saying? Like she'll wave at you and whatever. So, like, that's where I'm coming from. Like, band culture in general is a big thing for HBCUs, especially like uh um the dancing dolls and the, the, the I can't think of the names right now. Point case there are too many, there are too many to name. Right. <laughs> HBCU culture and band culture, like almost not even almost simultaneous. So that's just my takeaway for it. It's just like, well, you if you really cared that much about dance and passion and wanted to really enjoy the culture, you probably maybe should have like just went to HPCU. Cause I, I think I tweeted this because somebody was like, uh, we have this discussion about PWIs versus blah blah, whatever. But for me, the essence of it is like. Yeah, you guys want to create black spaces in these white, predominantly white spaces, but with doing so, you have to understand that you may like uproot some of the history and culture and inevitably like just dis- disregard and disrespect it. Because like I'm a member of Five Eight Super Fraternity Incorporated, which is founded at Howard University. And some could argue why are those things allowed at white universities? You know what I'm saying? So I'm not against them having black spaces i just don't like her attitude toward it because she's just like so i don't care if like that type of thing like acknowledge the history acknowledge the culture and then you can say you wanted to create a black space in your predominantly white area or whatever to make you feel more comfortable because there's nothing wrong with that we should be able to bring our true authentic selves to these spaces and not be judged challenged or questioned but i didn't like the way she Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, from what I read and just reading the quotes and other stuff, I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't, for context, I didn't watch the interview, but from the quotes that I read, it didn't, I think from my view, it seemed like other people were taking, were assuming that that was her position without, because based on the quotes and everything. I'm I, watching I read, the interview, the clip I okay, see. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see that. Yeah, based the on the quotes, I I, it didn't seem like she was like, putting it down to me but she i'm not saying she put it down but like jennifer hudson blatantly kind of asked her like um you know what does something i can't remember the exact word of the question but basically like how are you responding to all the like backlash on social media and she was just like i well like for me basically for me dance was always something important to me and i wanted to like acknowledge that at USC and I feel like as a black girl this is my first time seeing a black girl with this hair and I'm like do you yeah, watch that's you where know? I started like, yeah. like girl I was confused I feel like the thing about it, I really wasn't bothered by it honestly I wasn't either <laughs> I wasn't yeah I wasn't bothered by it I just think it's those those situations be are dangerous I feel because it's like when you take it from a black space and then put it in a white space and you're not acknowledging 
the, the history. sacredness of it and keeping it intact and what it is. And I'm sure I was not on the dance. I was not a ooh la la girl, but I'm sure that there's a reason why each HBCU band dancer has a look, has a, 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 has a vibe yeah. to them, has <laughs> yeah. a theme. There is a probably a specific dance that each team specifically has for them. It is. You probably the- don't even know that. Bro, the video she did, the the one that she, they like, the girl that created that Mm -hmm. day quote tweeted her and was like, you're not even acknowledged where you got these moves Yeah, That whole breakdown she did, it was from a school, if I'm not mistaken, in like South Carolina, I could be wrong, but I do know Mm -hmm. the girl quoted, quote tweeted her and put her original video of like, we made these moves. Mm -hmm. Awesome, like, um, bring it on, type. <laughs> the difference is, you, Henry, you compared it to like Greek organizations, but Greek organizations are different. There's a history intact. It's a national organization. There's a code of conduct that's reiterated throughout each yeah. chapter. This yeah. is like this is different. This is completely different, and because because that the cultures are not intact, and I'm like I said. There's a reason why we do everything we do in the organizations that we're in. There's a specific reason for every single thing. And I know that it's probably the same for the black dancers as well. I'm sure. sure. So you taking it without knowing why, when it's really not yours to take, it just comes off really weird. I wish you would have just handled it better. Yeah. I think it's just mainly just giving, giving props. I mean, I think it's just giving, it's giving an acknowledgement to like, the people who either a came before it or the people who are actively doing it now because like there is an argument to be made like okay yes like if you are a black person who lives in california southern california is a totally different thing because it's a private mm-hmm. university but if you grow up in denver if you grow up in seattle or you know if you grow up in california on the west coast you're or even in detroit your closest hbcu is not close to you yeah when most people go to state school so like i am not like some people are just upset that they even did this. Like that's just not a reality of like where we are in the United yeah. States. Like that's just ingen that's disingenuous. But I think it's like you have to give props. Like you have to literally say like, yes, this HBCU experience is something that I've always dreamed of. But that that's not where my path took me. Mm-hmm. But I love it so much, and I want to create that space and acknowledge that history and start a new history here. That's how you like. Come on, PR. Yeah, no. look, you yeah, took. I was about to say, you should have just sit there. Yeah, you should. You know what, sis? You should have reached out to some HBC <laughs> PR pages, and you would have got it together. That literally. Yeah. All, that's all she had yeah. to do is. That's you, literally all she. Well, that's not all she had to say because I do feel like some people just can't be satisfied. But I. Do yeah, I think that's a big. That's a big like part that. of it. For that's me, a big part of it. Yeah, because I didn't. I don't. I, I mean, she has the right to do what she's doing at the university. I, I don't. I don't mind that but make sure it's like McKinsey said keep it intact don't let mm-hmm. like disconnect and are you willing to do the work though sis to keep it intact? because the reason yeah. why these things are once again how they are why there are different greek black greek organizations on different campus because somebody had to stay behind and make sure these things are written down and there's a code of conduct Hey, hence, hence why the other day who founded the organization and Howard University that still, you know, about to hit that 10 year mark by the guy. Oh, but that, yeah, hey. like you said, no, about the uh, the or the dance team, they stopped. The fly girls. Yeah, they, they stopped. stopped. So, and that lasted 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah, but to your point, I think it's just interesting because I feel like this was yeah. the whole conversation was just based on like 
some people are just never going to be happy with anything. Yeah. And there was like a rational answer there that I felt like it was either like, how, how dare you? Or like people who were just being like totally dismissive of like the importance and the history of it. So there was like no like middle yeah. ground, which was like just annoying and which is why Twitter is a terrible place sometimes. <laughs> um, Henry, you set me up for this. Do you want to team me up for this uh, first heads up? Because I, right, I have some guys, stories. So we're heading into I... the head up. We're in, about to end the episode here. So we're heading to the heads up. You know, we try to get involved with local activities as much as possible. The CBC, if you guys don't know, the Congressional Black Caucus was this past week in D.C. And our beloved Noah had a table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So tell us about your um yeah, yeah. I heard there was performers, SWB. Yeah. I didn't go to that. So essentially, um I I worked for an organization and we because I was there, we did our first sponsorship. So we had like a table, we did a couple other events. Um, I'll break it down day by day. Um, so like Thursday, what did I do? There was a Las Vegas party. So for instance, delegations that have largely a black member will say like, all right, let's get corporate sponsors to then host the party. Largely the corporate sponsors are kind of like based on the industries that are in that state. So like Henry, if like the Georgia, if there was like a Georgia party, they'd probably get like Coca-Cola's based in Atlanta, right? Coca-Cola, Delta. Like like Home Depot, Delta, they'd be the big sponsors because they're like, we trying to put on. If it was New York, it'd be like Pepsi or some shit because I know they have their headquarters up there. So I walk, Ash and I walk in and it's like, you see MGM Grand, Caesars. And then they have like, I don't even know how to like describe this. Don't you know, like when they have like the little like women, like on the hula hoops doing like the little twirls and shit. When we walked in, somebody was doing that. So I'm looking like, hey, yo, what is going on here? Like, (laughs) this is just all over the place. And I think what was funny is because we had our intern with us and Ash, and I think they looked at me like, is this like what this is? And I was like, partly yes, but like partly no. They're doing a lot. Kind of a whole lot. And granted, all of this is like open bar for like hours. And it was at the I Spy Museum, which is like new, top floor, like Ooh. perfect view. So that we're, I'm like drinking. Good black DC elitism right there. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely Yo. what it sounds like. Yo, I've never seen so many like chino pants with no socks in my life it's shameful out here people need to stop how many y'all uh, killing me with the no socks like i know your feet and like i know your feet stink no sock type of guy oh henry you don't wear socks (laughs) not in the summertime not in the summertime not for real i don't wait baby powder what are you talking about i move and i have a lot of i can't address that so Baby we'll powder. Be here all day. We'll be here all day. We will. We will. Literally, yeah. Pee. So I'm a baby. It's like powder. twelve. It's like twelve thirty, and at this point, they're like, "All right, y'all, we are gonna turn it up a notch." Welcome into the stage, Mace. And I'm thinking, like, okay, it's a little bit of the older <laughs> crowd. So I'm like, I'm thinking, like, it's about to be Frankie Beverly and Mace. So I'm like, I'm looking at the stage, like that stage ain't nothing but as big as this desk that I'm on. Like, how all the Negroes gonna fit on there? And Mace from Bad Boy comes up in a fur. That's what I thought you said. In a fur. (laughs) In a fur. And granted, it was like 85 degrees in there. This man did three songs. The Congressional Black Caucus. (laughs) And that was just Thursday night. That was Thursday night. SWV performed somewhere. I didn't go to that. Um, During the dinner, also, first off, Black people, we don't run on time. I was at the convention center from 530 to at least like 1145 for a dinner. 
my boss, who is white, was looking at me like, yo, you better wrap this up because this is pressing on my time right now. Gladys Knight performed like two songs. And granted, I've, my mother was there, so she was digging it. I go to the New York party, which is at the Portrait Gallery. Granted, it's raining heavy as hell. I somehow get over there. Do y'all know the DJ Just Blaze? And he was like a big producer yeah. in like the 2000s. He's there. But granted, this is the music they were playing. It was a New York, Philly, Illinois, and Delaware party. So for 45 straight minutes, they start praying Freeway and Beanie Siegel. Oh and I was God. like, I got to go. This is just like <laughs> too effing much. CBC is honestly a mess. And like, as someone who lives here, it's gross. Like, it is actually ridiculous. Like, the amount of people who I saw who were like, you know, it's a black tie event. So there's a strict dress code. So, you know, like dress code and time are not really things that we, you know, really do. What was the dress code? What did people- The worst thing I saw for the men and women, there was one woman who was wearing a um, pinstripe blazer, double breast with a bra on underneath, swear to God. And like, you know, when you look and you try not to be like, yeah, like if y'all like were at that table, that would have been some shit where you like, did y'all see that? Like, look at this. It was all black joint. Somebody showed up there in like an all cream suit, like from head to toe. Okay, Obama. No, no, no. His shit was <laughs> definitely bro, not Obama. It was like his shit was so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's the fact that the suit was loud. So like you're, he's walking across my table and you like, why are my eyes like hurting all there's tacky. You know, so that's instance, what I say. It deep near mind. You, you know, black people can dress, but they can't dress either. No, they can't. No, people can dress. No, that's the thing. It's like Easter every day. And like the joke that I said to somebody was, I've never no, seen so many pastel weird. colors, and I've never seen as many rhinestones in a three-day span. Oh my god, the it was like rhinestones. I know they had. A it lot. was, it was like everybody who was like our age thought everything was like Rock Nation, and everyone who was like our parents' age thought they were about to go see like. But that you take that Marvin Gaye in his prime or something. It was like two different vibes. Niggas really think that they're at the Rock Nation brunch. That's what you were saying. Oh my gosh. Yo, I've never seen so many like pastel colored suits. And it like (laughs) it was gross. What? Pastel colored suits at a black tie event? Call the cops. It's fall. (laughs) Call the cops. It's fall. It's one fall. brother showed up there on a salmon joint. We not we don't fuck with the police. So for so basically, this is this is what this tells me. Next year, y'all just got to come down just for the parties. I'll we'll, we'll figure this out from the ticket perspective because hey, what I like we're to don't do, have a table sponsored by somebody. Let's go. Let's speak it. Let's speak it. Put it to the airwaves. My friend told me that yeah. um she had to it's show the girls what business casual and business professional was because people. I well, y'all already knew that at Howard. Y'all knew that at Howard. People ain't know. I felt crazy at most places for showing up in like a suit and just like a shirt. But you know how we got to do. We got to have like, we got to have the pants that are checker print, the oh. shirt that's polka dot. With that the somehow, vest. With the vest that got the, and pay, no, and with, the, with, with the, yo, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, yo, no, actually, this is the funniest thing that I saw. Um, 
on Saturday, I'm giving people from my like my company tickets before because I didn't want to have to like meet them beforehand because I wanted to do my thing. I'm having lunch with someone at Farmers and Distillers, which is on Mass, right by like the convention center, right? He was fancy this weekend, McKenzie. <laughs> I really wasn't. <laughs> Stop. And I'm going to try to find it because I this is like the random shit that I see on Instagram. It was like, imagine if you saw like 15 like washed but trying to be young sugar daddies right so dudes who are clearly like have some gray in their beard but dye them and they got like the top hats and like the it's like i'm going to honestly try to find it because they and i look them up at the table they have like their own like ig thing it's literally like if you're above 50 and you like to wear like a super tight suit and you want to like dye your hair gray okay we're going to still listen because my thing is it's so like you just took it's so many instagram personalities in the world it disgusts me it really disgusts me. <laughs> These people have no real personality, no, no. no real. Besides their job, their job is their personality, or they work on the hill. So yeah, and and I think that's the thing is like as someone who does work on the hill, this shit is like just so unserious that like <laughs> it's like yo, just show up as you are. I promise you, like y'all be showing up to get fashion statements just to go home, and it'd be bothering my spirit. But like, hey. <laughs> I'm that's just not my type of character but it's it was fun but like that shit is tiring because it's like and y'all will specifically know this like it's like so like Howard-esque fake where it's just like yo we all doing the big thing and it's like yo fam like come on stop like I know what you do for a living or like I ain't nobody like we don't have to we don't have to front right now because it's like I don't know maybe this is like me as I get older I'm curious your thoughts but like and this will sound like so undown, but like I kind of as I get older and as we work, the, the more tired I get of like the yeah, you know, we're trying to be this change agent. It's like, dude, you're 28. Like, stop. Like, yeah, stop. I'm stop. <laughs> stop. Well, it like, depends because like <laughs> you need to be thinking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's my motto, bro. In real life, like you know, I dream for the stars and the moon and the spaceships. Like I don't put limits on myself. I'm 27, and I, you know, I might be the first. Black I mean, yeah, but, I know, think that, but also I do. I feel like, what you're saying. As it's we just done older, in such a head ass way. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like as we get older, though, it's about like action. Yeah that yeah it's like dude you talk about this but like you work at like yeah fedex like what, you, like, what the fuck are you talking about okay like, so you took the work i was like that's the difference between <laughs> me and a lot of people like i have my proven ranks of where i could be going or where i'm going versus like a lot of people especially, i was talking to somebody about this this weekend living in atlanta like this is a city of flex and finesse you this dude got a maserati got every pair of gucci louis pradas but bro like that's like what's your regular job also i'm gonna share this because this is the funniest thing because people at my job don't know i have a podcast um the funniest shit that i saw was obviously i was staffing our highest black executive like the entire time so we're driving by city center um which is like y'all remember that they got like all like the stores and all that shit so i'm he was like yeah you know um, me and my wife love to shop and i was like oh yeah well you know they got some shops around here you know they got gucci louis all that this man looks at me dead in my face and it's like yeah you know we got a gucci shopper a louis shopper ferragamo shopper i'm sitting looking like 
yo, I bought this shirt today because my shit was at dry cleaning and I bought the cheapest one. So like, I just was like, I sunk into my shirt. Like, yo, this is wow. the difference between the haves and have nots. And he said that shit like it was just like casual. And I was like, wow, this is how the 1% live. Yeah. <laughs> but also there's money to be made. I'm about to say, bro, we, we're, we're, who? <laughs> who, 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 like who, what are you talking about? That's going to be, I did that the other week. What are you talking about? We're, we're getting there. It wasn't no Gucci. It was some Paul. I you did that the other week. Okay. I, fr- I didn't like my outfit, so I went to the mall and bought a new outfit. You can ask my friends about it. Point in case, it wasn't Gucci. It was Polo. We getting there, Noah. Don't, don't, don't doubt it. It was Ralph? Oh, it was Ralph. It was Ralph, though. It was Ralph? Okay. It was Ralph, though. It was Ralph, though. Uh... All right, let's talk about these student loans and keep trying to create some content so we can get them on out of here. So everyone, the student loan forgiveness applications will be online soon. The federal government has indicated it is targeting early October start date. White House uh, Press Secretary Keir, uh, or no, Karine Jean-Pierre said that there was no set date yet on Friday, but confirmed that it would be released in October. We will keep you posted, but obviously get y'all monies, people. So be on the lookout for that. Um, you can go to studentaid.gov to see if you qualify or have received a Pell Grant in your life. And if and if you like my good bro Noah and you paid your loans off during, you better get your money back. Cause you I didn't. No, I no, I didn't. I didn't pay it all off. And on your um, oh my god, no, like I'm acknowledging you that you were acting. business out there. You was paying on that shit. <laughs> oh, I was, but I mean, yes. If you was paying on it and you know you want that back and then get that portion of what they're giving us apply that's apply for that too. i think this might be uh the second example of stick to the doc i don't think they're gonna do that Bro, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like trying to fight playing with me i'm not like i'm okay whatever bro. yo you bro you think the fed is gonna give you money back no they're not giving you not, paid on your loans during this pause period you, you would have had to out. finish them. You would have had to have finished paying them off entirely. That's what I just said. That's why I, I thought I was like, oh, you, did, you didn't hear me say, oh, you didn't finish. We'll, we'll, when, when Mackenzie does her typical tweet after the episode, we'll follow up on that. We'll have, a clear, <laughs> we'll have an editor's note about this exact <laughs> Last oh point God, uh, about Kiki Palmer. We she just cleared it up. Bro. <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, Kiki Palmer is launching Key TV, a digital platform to support Black creators. Uh, she is not the first uh, to explore digital media. Diddy obviously has uh, Revolt. Byron Allen has the Griot Black Podcast Network, which he started uh, earlier this summer. Henry put in the doc, we should hit them up. Yes, we should. So if you know <laughs> Byron Allen. <laughs> you know That's cool. No, I'm excited. I'm really excited to what she's going to do with it. I think Kiki... I don't know. I'm just excited to see what she's gonna do with it. Honestly, I feel funny like enough, this is actually a move. This is actually a move that I thought um, that like Issa would do, because I think she has at least the power and the branding behind. But there it. you go. There you go. You took words out of my mouth in terms of just like like how can I say this? We've seen persons who are, you know, characters in Hollywood and have this whatever, but support doesn't necessarily follow them. And I'm sorry, but I definitely think, um, like, yeah, if Issa would have, like, did this, especially with HBO doing all their changes, 
I think it would make a bigger like catapult of a like announcement. Yeah. Like people actually tune into it. It could be money behind but it. Tune so into what, what, what do you think that this is gonna be? Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like we don't know what this is, right? But we I know it's a platform right now called BLK. That's a new streaming mm-hmm. platform that's only black. I think TV. it'll be streaming, huh? I don't know what this is, but what I'm saying is we've seen versions of come over here, Black people, this is for our creators, for whether it's podcasts, whether it's just just media in general, for TV. None of them have really taken off. None of them have really been. That's what I'm getting. Revolt is probably the most successful one. And like, when the last time you done tuned into Revolt, to be honest? Carisha, please (laughs) bringing people over there right now, but- That is- Point in case, I agree with you, Noah. Revolt is probably the most sustained one, and I would only say that's because of who's behind it. It's not like Revolt is... Like, the Revolt Summit has become a big thing. Uh, I was just there. So I, point in case... But that's, not a, but that's not like a money... Rev, that's not like a money-generating thing. We money know that Diddy thing. is behind it, so that's why I think it's a big can- thing. He has money can. to fail. <laughs> he has money to fail. Exactly. Where other people don't. Well, this actually this actually brings up the point. Yo, Fox Soul, hit us up. Yo, I don't care. Let's do that. Okay. Look, we're gonna be right after the Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come with me. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right, do your outro. <laughs> well, everyone, this has been a fun, energetic episode on a Monday of season three, episode two. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where I don't think we put one up. We're trying to convince Henry to do the latest TikTok dance, but that hasn't worked yet. Do that at WRGOPUP. <laughs> Be sure to like, listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and YouTube.